the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And we might have a little fun along the way. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions, God, family, country. It's great to be with you on a wonderful day throughout Central Florida to talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And boy, this is a week and almost on a daily basis where major issues are affecting us, literally in our community, our state, and our nation as we are seeing them unfold very rapidly, certainly over the past three to four months, many of those are not just uh, negative and and bad and unfortunate, they're devastatingly negative, and it just kind of taints the nature of the times that we're we're living in right now. I'd say truly kind of a a truly crisis-oriented period in our lives and in in our history, both locally and nationally, specifically, of course, talking about the the renewed terrorist attacks that seem to be coming almost on a daily basis now, not just in America, um, right here in, in, in Central Florida, but around the world. Add a couple with that, the domestic terrorist attacks, uh, the assault and the concerted effort, what looks like, um, of, of attacks on law enforcement and police and the murders of a number of police officers around the country in recent days and weeks, or these are these are issues that we must confront and we must deal with, and each and every one of us needs to take a, a look inside and ask ourselves what can we do to help help improve, to help to solve these two monumental problems, and and um, solving international terrorism. You know, it's um, tough for individuals to do. Not that we can't we can't. But um, make play some positive role, even if it's just voting for the right people. Um, but solving or maybe having an impact on the domestic terrorism, the attacks on the police officers, the anger and the hostility, obviously between uh, certain elements of of America and law enforcement. I I think that we can uh, individuals can have some kind of an impact there, more of an impact, and so. I urge all of us to do that, and I'll, I'll be doing that same thing myself, and it may very possibly be um, um, something, a topic of future shows, something that will spill over onto the show and that I'll share you know, my activities and my actions with you. Now, get right into the meat of our show. Got a couple, two excellent guests later in our, um, on our program today, but right now, we'll also have some time for you and I just to be together and for me to share some of uh, uh, my thoughts with you over these incredible, extraordinary days of the past two to three uh, past past week, the Republican National Convention, and which is literally the most uh, one of the most exciting in in, in my lifetime, um, 
and this very exciting presidential race, which is the most exciting in my lifetime, um, without a doubt. Um, before we do that, though, uh, there's stunning news that um, took place at the end of this week. And Roger Ailes, who was the co-founder or founder of Fox News Channel, has been the chief executive and the mastermind uh, behind Fox News since it went on the air, uh, along with Rupert Murdoch, the owner. It was his vision. Uh, Fox News uh, has has uh, is out, <laughs> apparently pushed out due to a sexual harassment lawsuit filed by Gretchen Carlson, one of the, the, um, the anchors at Fox News. And I just uh, can't let that go by without saying a word or two uh, about it. I don't know any details of this specific situation, so I won't even address that. Uh, other than just to talk about the impact, which is going to, which is just dev- I think, devastating for um, the conservative side of um, discourse in America. And I'll just um, uh, address my comments to the incredible impact that Roger Ailes' life and career has had in uh, Amer- American media and American politics. Now, I know that since he's more of a behind-the-scenes guy, um, of course, many, many, many of our listeners, of course, who follow politics very closely um, know who Roger Ailes is, of course, but uh, many don't. And he, uh, as I said before, most recently, he's been the, the founder, uh, co-founder of Fox News. It's been his vision, which he's executed uh, fantastically. Fox News is, without a doubt, the leading Ratings getter on cable news television, oftentimes doubling the the audience of its nearest competitors. You know, networks like CNN, CNBC, if you could even call them competitors. Also, from profitable, bringing in a billion dollars a year, billions of dollars have been made from this man's this single idea, his single vision. Uh, not too long ago, back in 1996, um, approximately. Um, now, also many um, in Spend his whole resume, but the impact of Roger Ailes goes all the way back to his days as the producer of the Mike Douglas show uh, back in the mid-60s. He was a in, highly influential consultant and advisor on Richard Nixon's historic 1968 campaign where Nixon rose from the ashes of, of uh, political defeat and uh, won, won the presidency. Ailes was highly influential on that campaign. Um, he was highly influential as a as a consultant on Reagan's 19 um, re-election victory in 1984. We could go on and on. So truly one of the most influential figures in American politics, American media, um, I would say arguably the most influential over the certainly the past 20 to 30 years, maybe uh, ever. And I don't think that's an exaggeration. Roger Ailes out at Fox News. And uh, I see no way that's a positive development for a uh, traditional American uh, side uh, people, uh, traditional American point of view in America. Not commenting on whether he's guilty or not, not commenting on that at all, um, but I'm just talking about the implications and how uh, the, what a, what a, the magnitude of, of that situation. Now let's talk about the, the National Convention. Trump is in officially as the nominee, which is just absolutely huge. It's, in, it's almost <laughs> impossible to overestimate and overdramatize what a, a huge development this is. Somebody coming from the outside, truly an outsider, fought the incredible system. The Republican establishment, the Republican system, if you will, um, tried to fight him even at the convention, tried to deny him the, the nomination, which, of course, failed miserably. Somebody who, who did not go through traditional channels uh, of, of uh, working his way through the system, getting all the 
traditional endorsements, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, came completely to the outside, took his uh, campaign largely to the people through the media, through his incredible media marketing skills, branding skills, and now has emerged as a Republican nominee. Uh, a couple of uh, quick things about Trump, and then I want to address the situation with um, Ted Cruz as well, uh, his speech and the aftermath of it. But first of all, obviously, if you've been listening to the show over the past year, you know that I certainly um, you know, like Trump's candidacy. Now, of course, I will remind you that um, uh, my original candidate was Marco Rubio. He didn't make it after he faltered. Uh, I was on board as a Cruz supporter. And so, uh, but having said that, um, I'm not one of these Cruz supporters that hates um, Trump at all. I've, I've always found him incredibly refreshing. I've said from day one, I'm glad he's in the race. And I personally am, am very enthusiastic that he will be the Republican nominee of the, of the, for president with the Republican Party. And I'm expecting him to go all the way and win. There's about three, a lot of things I like about Trump, but I'll just uh, define a few of them right here. And I, I absolutely cannot see and I cannot get on board with these people on the Republican side or even on the conservative side, including many of the dedicated, passionate Cruz supporters who are, are reluctant to support Trump or saying they're not going to support Trump. I don't understand that at all. Uh, and from my perspective, Trump is the best Republican nominee. I'm more excited about Trump as a nominee of anybody since Reagan. Uh, for, from my perspective, he's the, he's the second best Republican nominee for president in my lifetime. That goes all the way back to, uh, to Eisenhower. Uh, so uh, or I guess actually um, um, Nixon in 60. But um, here are some things I like about him and why I think he's going to be, be successful in this campaign. I think he's going to emerge as the winner. First of all, the guy has just got that certain something. He's got he he's he's good. He's he's just he, he's got practical intelligence. He's good at a lot of things. He, which is exactly what we need right now. We need somebody who will has can solve problems can, from a wide spectrum. Whether it's e- economic problems, whether it's foreign policy problems, whether it's problems with with domestic violence, whether it's problems with with the uh, with the uh, people killing our police, whatever the problem is. He's got a demonstrated ability, a knack for just coming up with good solutions. So that's exactly what we need. We are in dire need of a, of a country right now. <clears throat> Starting with, like the fact that he's that he's coming totally from the outside. Um, let's look at his experience in business. If it, if if for nothing other than his experience and his knowledge of the economy. Uh, that alone makes him a vastly superior candidate to to Hillary Clinton or any other Democrat, as far as I'm concerned. One of the obviously the, the two big things about being the leader of the country are, are one you got to be able to the economy uh, to two two of the big things major issues that affect that affect success, if you will, for a country and society, especially ours. You, you've got to have a strong economy, and you've got to be militarily strong. Uh, and you've got to have a good foreign policy. You've got to have good relationships uh, or, or uh, functioning, successful relationships with other countries. And Trump, on the economy, he, he knows the economy. He's been he's been on the forefront of the economy as an entrepreneur in a highly, highly, highly competitive industry, the construction industry, for thirty or forty years now. He deals with win or lose, make or break, succeed or fail issues in the free market economy every single day. 
both uh, domestically in America and internationally. He's got business all around the world. He knows business. He knows how to negotiate. He knows how to get deals done. He, he knows uh, uh, what makes the economy work. He knows what what puts the uh, economy down and what burdens the economy. So right off the bat, uh, Trump has a great selling card, and I think um, I'm enthusiastic about having a president who actually knows how the economy works and, and, and can actually roll up his sleeves and, and, and help make it better. And at least not make it worse, like like any Democrat would do by putting on excessive taxes and excessive regulations and uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as we've all seen, which we're dealing with right now. Another thing I really like about Trump is that he he says he he, he's very uh, explicit in what he says. He's a straight talker. And the fact that his theme, make America great, uh, and that's a whole other uh, can of worms, which we'll um, close, uh, mention before we close out this segment, is he's a fighter. Let's put it that way. Trump is a fighter, and that's why that's at the core of a lot of his support. I know a lot of people who are supporting Trump personally. Many have never rep- supported a Republican. Many have never even been that engaged in politics at all, um, are highly enthusiastic about Trump. He's going to bring out a higher voter turnout. Trump is going to bring out... Uh, more people to vote, I predict, than a traditional Republican nominee would. And a lot of it's because people are inspired by the fact that he's a fighter. Uh, I'm not turned off by him calling these other people names and stuff. That's That was the way politics was done in America originally. Read about the Founding Fathers. Read about some of the stuff Alexander Hamilton said about John Adams, or John Adams said about Alexander Hamilton. And they were in the same party. <laughs> they were both Federalists. Uh, it it, it Anything Trump has said or done pales compared to the way the founding the founders went after one another. So I just think that I actually find it refreshing, and it's got uh, people engaged that are normally engaged, and it signals that he's a fighter, and that's what our side needs if we're going to win this election. But well, first, we're going to take our first break. Uh, please stay with us. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, a program that's de- dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today in these very exciting and historic times in America. I right now want to introduce a guest who has a very exciting role in our community, and he is the leader of a relatively new radio station here in Central Florida. It's part of our Salem Media Group family. It's AM 990 La Nueva, and he's Mr. Raul Lugo, who's the leader of that station. Raul, thank you for joining us. Roger, thank you very much for the invitation. It's a privilege for me to share with your listeners about La Nueva, about WDYC. Now, I was talking earlier in our earlier segment about how these are literally trying times you know, in our country. A lot of Things that we haven't experienced or at least don't experience on a regular basis are taking place now. We've got the backdrop of a very exciting presidential election, which is also you know, kind of a very angry political election as well. Um, we've got increased terrorism around the world and even in even in, uh, not only in America, but right here in central Florida. We've got domestic terrorism now, people killing police, uh, that whole issue to deal with and others as well. But. I would say you know the 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 birth of La Nueva is something that we can feel good about and that we can be happy about. Very positive development right here in our Central Florida community. And I know you've just celebrated La Nueva has just celebrated your first anniversary, 
And for those who may not be familiar, just tell us a little bit about the, the concept and the vision for La Nueva. Absolutely. Uh, WDYZ used to be uh, Radio Disney. And like you mentioned before, we are part of Salem Media Group. We are here in Orlando. Uh, we took over, we purchased that station, and now it's in Spanish. It is a teaching and talk radio station. Also, it is a community station, also educational, and, and talk about God. Uh, knowing that we are in the 19th Hispanic market with almost 1 million Hispanics in this area, it is amazing. It is great. So that's why we have La Nueva. We have WDYC 990 AM, 990 AM here in Orlando. And I just say a word quickly about Salem Media Group as well, is that one of the things that I think is very good about Salem Media Group is that unlike, I'd say they're actually unique among broadcasting companies in America in that they focus solely on particular on uh, conservative news talk radio stations with a conservative point of view, traditional American point of view, God, family, country, and uh, or uh, Christian radio stations, and um, both English language and now Hispanic language. And I, I, want, I want our listeners to be aware of that because many of the of the major, all well, actually all of the other major broadcast companies in America that I'm aware of that don't really have any kind of a point of view at all. It's just. Uh, whatever station makes the most money and gets the most ratings. Whereas Salem Media Group, all of the stations under the Salem umbrella are, are, are talking about tr- tr- um, politics, news talk from a traditional American constitutional perspective that honors uh, faith. And even uh, it's all, Salem is also the largest owner and, and a largest Christian radio station broadcaster in, in the country. And La Nueva is, is now part of that family with Spanish language Christian. Absolutely. I, and I would like to tell to your listeners that uh, when they get a chance, go, go, go switch, go to 990 a.m. And uh, perhaps, you know, some Hispanics in your, your, your family, your friends, or your customers, you're listening, you have a business, and also you want to target the Hispanics, this is the best way to do it. Go to La Nueva, go to uh, WDYC uh, 990 a.m. I would like to share some, some very good success stories about uh, businesses that are advertising with us. We have all kinds of businesses. We have, we have some attorneys, personal injury, immigration. They are having great success when they uh, run their spots, when they have their programs, because we have available uh, different uh, hours and, and, and time slots. We have some car mechanics. We have some restaurants. We have some people that are advising about financial services, real estate, car dealers, insurance. So if you are listening to me right now and you have a business, and you want to grow your business, you need to target the Hispanics. The Hispanics are growing tremendously. So I suggest you to give me a call. So give me a call and we give you some information, some marketing, some consulting for free about how you can advertise and reach the Hispanics here in Central Florida. One very important thing that I would like to mention is that we have 50,000 watts coverage. Roger, that's amazing. 50,000 watts. For, for you that are listening, what does that mean, 50,000 watts? Well, 50,000 watts mean the reach that we have. People from Daytona, people from Orlando, Sanford, Apopka, from Poinciana, Poinciana, Kissimmee, Claremont, all Central Florida, they can listen to our station with a very clear signal, very clear signal. That is besides the apps, 
We are on every single app. We have a, a website, la nueva 990.com, la nueva 990.com. And it, it, it's, it's, you know, we are here because there is a purpose of God. God wants us to bring the message to the Hispanics. So give me a call. I want to I wanna leave the, my phone number, 407-618-1769. Let me repeat the phone number for more information. 407-618-1769. I'm more than glad to help you, to give you some information about the Hispanics market, about how to reach them, about how to grow your business here in Central Florida. Absolutely. Friends, we're speaking with Mr. Raul Lugo. He's the director of the not quite brand new, but very new major radio station here in Central Florida that's owned by our company, Salem Media Group, La Nueva, 990 AM La Nueva. And as you're hearing, it's a major player, a very impactful um, new member of the media right here in Central Florida. 50,000 watts covers a huge area throughout Central Florida, roughly from Daytona on the north down to Lakeland and maybe even beyond on on the south. And it's also a faith-based radio station. It's a a Spanish-language Christian station. And I'll just add before we go back to Raul, it's as I was talking earlier in our first segment, as each one of us as individuals look into the problems, the very trying, difficult problems we're dealing with now, which include attacks from international terrorists, which includes attack an attack now on our law enforcement officers by domestic terrorists, murders of police officers happening almost every week now, other major problems that we have. Um, the first place that I, as an individual, individual begin to seek uh, solutions is by faith and prayer and seek, seek God and his leadership. And I think that's what we as a country need to do. We need to get back to. In fact, I think Ronald Reagan said it best, better than anybody when he said the day that America ceases to be one nation under God will be the day that we're one nation gone under. And frankly, I think we're getting precariously close to that point right now. We need to have a, a, a renewal of our faith, of our Christian heritage. And La Nueva is, is a major player in helping to t- uh, helping people to, to do that. Now, Raul, how can you tell us a little bit about some of the programming? What are some of the programs you have on La Nueva? We have different programs for different audience. And, and like I said before, we have some programs for different businesses. Let's say uh, you are an attorney. So we have a program that talks about personal injury, about accidents, about insurance. We also have some uh, programs that talk about financial services. We have some programs that are about real estate. But most of the programs that we have is about faith. We have many pastors, many leaders that uh, they have a local live show here in, in the studios or they can pre-record it or through Skype. And they talk about God. They teach about Jesus. They teach about uh, the things that are happening. They talk about, like, for instance, once a month we have a, a prayer marathon. During that hour, we take a Friday of the month from noon to one. We bring different pastors from the area. and We open the lines for people to call, and they, we get the petitions. We, have, we pray for them. We pray for their families, for their finances, for their health. And people get connected with the station. People get connected with the Lord. You mentioned a point very important about prayer. We are so busy doing so many things that we forgot to pray. And that's what we are here for. We are here to connect the, 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 the people with the Lord. We are here to also connect the people with the, the business that are, are supporting this station. That is very important. So 
the people connect with with the Lord, with the station that the, the mission that we are here in this area, and we are twenty four seven a good message, positive message, teaching people uh, and lifting up the Lord. No, it's a wonderful new addition to media in Central Florida. It's nine ninety a.m. La Nueva Spanish language Christian radio station, and we're speaking with the director right now, the leader of that station, Mr. Raul Lugo. Now, what else would you like to share, Raul? Yeah, I would like to let the people that are listening that uh, give me a call again. I would like to say my, my, I would like to repeat my phone number for more information. I know that uh, if you don't reach the Hispanics, you're missing out a lot. The Hispanic market here in Central Florida had a buying power of $12 billion. That's a lot of money. That means they have money to invest. They have money to, to spend. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of business you have. I mean, when you go out, you see uh, maybe one in four persons are Hispanic, so you need to target them. Give me a call at 407. Write it, write it down. 407-618-1769. 618-1769. To give you uh, information, uh, sit down. We sit down together and talk about a marketing plan to target the Hispanic market in Central Florida. We are a sister station. We are here together in, in the same building here in Altamont Springs. We are part of Salem Media Group and teaching, talk radio station, uh, 50,000 watts. That's huge. That's awesome. It's a blessing for us to be here. And, and, and we also, hey, we can pray for you. We can pray for your business. Uh, if God gave you a business, it's, it's because you need to, to multiply to, 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 to produce more. And we also help in all of that. Again, 407-618-1769. 618-1769. Lugo, thank you for joining us today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We look forward to having you back on a regular basis. Absolutely, Roger. Thank you very much for your show, for your listeners. God bless you, and keep pressing forward. Great things the Lord is going to do in your show, in all Salem Media Group, in all the stations. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Raul, and, and, and thank you. It's great to have you and your specific work that you're doing, your colleagues at La Nueva, really helping to solve the problems that we have in our country and starting at the at the foundational level, yes. the number one priority, which is getting back in touch with our faith, you know, getting uh, encouraging people to renew their faith in God and, and Jesus Christ and to, to just uh, start as that building block as we begin to, first of all, live our lives, try to do the positive things um, that we want to do, and also as we confront these these huge, devastating challenges that we are right now. It, it all starts with, with our faith in God and our, our acceptance and acknowledgement of his omnipotence. And, and, and your station, um, La Nueva, is, is a big part, is encouraging people to do that right here in Central Florida. Amen. We're making the difference. Uh, thank you for your prayers. We pray for you. You pray for us. Uh, and the Lord is going to do their way. And friends, I encourage you to check it out. It's on, on the AM dial, AM 990, a huge, very powerful radio station. You can hear it all over Central Florida. That's 990 La Nueva. Friends, we're going to go to our next break. Please stay with us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Central Florida's connection to news, views, and interviews. Important to you. And this is my turn. And now, back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back. 
the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you. Thank you for the opportunity to join you. We're living in very exciting times, and this has been an incredibly exciting week. I would say truly an historic week in American politics. Donald Trump now is officially the Republican nominee of the Republican for president. Even had to beat back some opposition at at the convention after they got there and did that very successfully. Um, what I want to talk about now is is just finish up speaking about why I personally am enthusiastic about Trump as a Republican nominee. Uh, don't understand these people that are so concerned, especially on the conservative side of the aisle, um, that are so think um, just just devastated that Trump is the nominee. Some of them even thinking about not even supporting him or <laughs> voting for Hillary Clinton or something like that. And that's something I really don't um, cannot understand. <clears throat> How would somebody? Be uh, who can who who defines himself as a constitutionalist, a traditional American values type of conservative um, American, <laughs> at all do anything that would, would would enable Hillary Clinton to become president. I completely don't understand that. Uh, other than if they're just uh, a large segment of that group is just uh, on on some aspect of the political inside, and that's all. Apparently, that's obviously what they all concerned about is as their own little tiny little patch of power and influence. I wouldn't even go as far to say hardly any of these people are even influential to begin with. Uh, certainly that we witnessed that they've tried everything they do to, to stop Trump and weren't able to stop him. So you can't really say they're that, that influential. So anyway, a lot of the people uh, inside the Republican establishment are fighting Trump just because, because they're in the establishment and he's not, and they don't like people outside the establishment getting uh, any kind of a, a position of power, especially not president. So, Anyway, I'm not going to concern myself with them anymore. I just want to finish up why I personally am excited about him, and I think that um, I mean, who knows? You know, it's always a, a crapshoot when somebody gets in there. Uh, certainly, we've, we've witnessed on the Supreme Court how people can really change once they get into a position uh, from what they have been before. But anyway, I'm optimistic about him as the nominee. I think that one, he knows the economy which is huge. He knows how to straighten out the economy. He knows how to get rid of a lot of this excessive taxation, excessive regulation, uh, many other things um, that will help our economy. He knows how to negotiate. Uh, that's what he does every single day. He's been doing it for 30 to 40 years in a make or break, win or lose, succeed or fail type of business, which let's face it, any, the people in our political system, the establishment political figures uh, don't have that kind of existence at all. Whether including the Republicans and including the conservative Republicans. They're in the political system. They're fighting these political battles every day. Uh, they're trying to figure out how to win in a political arena, uh, playing the inside game. Um, they don't know, you know, they have no uh, hands-on uh, function with the economy, with economic issues. Uh, so at best, even, the, even the, the conservative Republicans, if you will, uh, are limited in, in their knowledge and their ability to to impact the economy in a positive way, I would suspect Trump, having been on the front lines as an entrepreneur in a highly competitive industry, uh, the construction industry, would bring a lot of talent and ability, knowledge, ideas uh, to helping um, stimulate the American economy. I think that's huge. The two other things quickly. One, the guy is a fighter, and I'm not... I talk to people uh, regularly on our side, if you will, to the traditional American side, the God family country side, the, those who believe in the Constitution um, and the values expressed by Thomas Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence, uh, who are appalled or concerned 
about the tone of Donald Trump and uh, the fact that he called uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell a name or something. I'm not concerned about that at all. In fact, I like it. In fact, I think it adds um, some spice to the presidential dialogue. I think it um, it obviously inspires a lot of people that historically are not involved. He comes where we are today. The traditional models of politics don't really apply anymore. Um, um, people, so a lot of people. Uh, Jeb Bush tried to run a traditional uh, campaign. Marco Rubio tried to run a traditional campaign. Uh, if it was if it was business as usual in politics, those would have been two of the leading candidates. One of those would have probably won. The rules are all broken now. Trump understands it's a different time. It's a different scenario. He, it, we're living in a like it or not, and I'm not saying I like it. We're living in a reality TV type culture. That's the way people consume information. That's how people are, are drawn to television. That's how they choose what to watch or, or what to uh, to read. Uh, Trump comes right out of that culture. He knows how to communicate with the with people across the spectrum, across the political spectrum, the socioeconomic spectrum, um, all walks of life. He knows how to communicate in the arena, the entertainment arena, in the arena of the reality TV mentality. Nobody else on the Republican side can remotely do that. Um, and I think it's a talent that he's gotten. It's an underappreciated talent. So he can connect and communicate with people, all across, Americans from all aspects of society, not just the conservative Republicans, not just the Republicans, but people of all affiliations, many non-affiliated and independent voters. So that, that's a huge plus for him. And finally, possibly most important as far as I'm concerned, he's had the guts to take on and attack political correctness head on. To me, one of, and I'm talking one, two or three major problems might be the first problem, might be the biggest problem that we've got, um, is the problem of, of, of political correctness. The, the, the rising, rapidly rising, devastatingly negative, frightening tide of political correctness in our culture and it's, we're at a point now where political correctness is setting in. And what I'm talking about is this whole situation where that, that's a direct inhibitor of freedom of speech. It, you can get in trouble now for almost saying anything now. Uh, you know, we almost don't have freedom of speech anymore. Uh, if it's not politically correct, if, if, um, well, then you know, people are ostracized, people lose their jobs, people come under attack, and, and it's, it's an assault and an attack on truth. And it's the new tyranny. It's a new type of fascism. Nobody on the Republican side that I have seen has stepped up to confront it. Trump confronted it. He confronts it every single day. Um, he's been he's been successfully confronting it. And so that's one of the things that, that excites me about him and excites me about his candidacy. But let's move on now to the Ted Cruz situation, because that was a fascinating thing for those who follow uh, politics very closely, which is a lot of people who listen to our show is the way that the Ted Cruz speech un- unfolded and the result of it. And I'll tell you that my perspective on this is different than pretty much anybody that I've heard commentating, commenting on it. Um, first of all, I well, 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 my premise starts with the fact that I think that, and this comes from 30 years of hands-on experience in the political arena, uh, including being a candidate, including being a campaign manager and campaign media consultant at the local level. I think endorsements are highly overrated. Uh, the media is obsessed with endorsements. The insiders are obsessed with endorsements. I don't think endorsements really impact elections hardly at all, if at all. Um, people just don't follow somebody 
like sheep, oh, uh, the losing candidate says, oh, yeah, I endorse this person. I, I think it has zero impact all up and down down the spectrum. So all these people, Trump supporters, <laughs> that are mad or angry at, at um, Cruz, and, and boy, they are angry. I know that from seeing their post on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal that he didn't endorse, quote, quote, endorse Trump. Trump said it wasn't a big deal. I agree with him. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot of weight in um, his, uh, the, the Cruz people. They're going to do whatever they want to do. They're going to vote for Trump, and they're not going to vote for Trump, and they're going to vote for Hillary Clinton, or they're going to vote for some third-party candidate. Um, I don't think that Cruz, quote, some kind of uh, flaccid endorsement, just because he felt obligated to do it, would be beneficial at all. So I'm not mad at Cruz for not endorsing Trump. Um, quite the contrary. Um, I applaud him for following his heart and uh, sticking to his principles. And in fact, I'll take it one more step further. One of the things that I personally um, find distasteful about the political system, and I think a lot—I know, I know a lot of a lot of you do as well—is this whole phoniness aspect of it. And that's—I uh, can't think of a way that's better illustrated by the fact you have these brutal elections now. Uh, you know, these TV ads, all this kind of stuff, accusations in newspapers and tabloids about the other candidate, you're attacking their candidates, are attacking their families, each other, they're attacking, it gets very personal, it gets um, just these horrendous attacks on on the the, the other candidate, and then when it's all over, uh, the, the losing candidate gets up and uh, puts on a happy face and says, oh, well, that's all behind us, now I endorse this candidate because it's uh, we're both in the same party. Well, I think that's phony, I think it's one of the worst things in our political um discourse, the way we do politics, and I'm glad that, I, that, that Cruz didn't go along with it. If he didn't feel in his heart that he could support Trump or endorse him, and um, I, I'm glad he stood up, and I'm glad he didn't do it. Um, I, more power to him. And let's, 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 let's face it, Trump and the Trump campaign you know, slandered his father, <laughs> um, made fun of his wife, <laughs> made fun of his wife's looks, um, <laughs> You know, um, accused his father, or at least went along with um, with accusations that his father helped to kill John F. Kennedy. You, I don't. You think that you think that guy's going to now endorse you for president? I applaud Cruz for not doing it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, what, what? It's not what is in his heart. On top of that, he doesn't see see it in his own political self interest, which that's a whole other issue. But um, so I've got no problem with Cruz not endorsing Trump in the in the quote endorsing him. Secondly. I don't think it's a big deal anyway. I think it's uh, irrelevant, um, other than it's a great talking point uh, for people that are fascinated by the political uh, process and, and, and uh, spontaneous type things that happen. Oh, the other thing I want to point out is uh, about Cruz. I, but if you listen closely to his speech, he essentially did endorse Trump. All, I think all that he left out was, I endorsed Donald Trump. Uh, he said... To me, if I'm in, uh, the way I'm interpreting it, it says he encourages his supporters and his followers to vote your conscience. Okay, well, anybody who believes in the Constitution, anybody who believes in God, uh, anybody who believes in the traditional American way of life, uh, which honors God, family, country, who understands that our system and our country was founded on the, the rock-solid in fact, it's even writing in the Constitution uh, premise that government people are not here to serve government like every other 
uh, government in the history of the world, that our government is here is, is to protect the rights of the individual, and that's the whole purpose of the whole thing, and the whole thing structured that way. Government is here uh, to protect uh, the right of, of the citizens, and should function only under the consent of government. I don't see how anybody believes any of that could could vote for Hillary Clinton over over Trump. So when to me, if I'm hearing it, I'm hearing Cruz say, "Vote your conscience." To me, that's 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 a, a implicit endorsement of Trump over Clinton. So I think essentially, in all practical terms, he did introduce he did uh, he did endorse him, and um, I've got no problem with him not endorsing him. And actually, more power to Cruz for for uh, sticking to his guns. And if it wasn't in his heart and his soul to endorse him, um, and he didn't feel it, I'm I'm glad he didn't do it. More power to him. Uh, bottom line is, I think it's irrelevant anyway. So wanted to share those thoughts with you. And time for our next break. So please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. News, views, and interviews important to you. And now here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you in these very exciting times in our country. As we talked about earlier in our program, uh, very exciting Republican National Convention even had some unexpected developments. The whole Ted Cruz speech issue and controversy. The fact that Donald Trump, a pure outsider, now has emerged as the nominee officially, even had to put back a summer's vault there once they got to the convention, which they did very efficiently and smoothly. Um, um, so we, we, we move forward in that respect. Also, as I mentioned earlier, uh, major, major news in the world of television and, and, and politics. Roger Ailes, founder, co-founder of Fox News Channel, now has, has left Fox News Channel, apparently has been removed as as uh, the chairman, as the CEO, uh, that's huge news. Will have, a, I think, a phenomenal impact, um, potentially a, a negative impact, if you will, on on the conservative side of things in media. Uh, hopefully, that won't be the case, but it's major news regardless. And um, those are those are the times we're living in. We're against the backdrop of increased terrorist attacks throughout the uh, the world, and especially in America and even in Central Florida, as we know so well, sadly. And even we're dealing also now with these. Uh, to domestic terrorist attacks, so this assault on the police officers that's going on. So we, we live in really trying times, and um, it's great to be with you today to talk about it and, and to share with you. We're going to shift gears a little bit now, though, and have some very good news, and I'm very excited to against, uh, introduce once again a good friend and uh, one of the top businesses in Central Florida. And it's a business that really helps people in a direct, personal way Network Sound and Video and NetworkSoundandVideo.com. And the founder and owner, owner Mr. Vito Fira, is joining us once again. Vito, thanks for coming over. Roger, good to be here, sir. And let me just, before you, we get started uh, you know, with you, um, Vito, I want to say personally that I've been impacted in a very positive way by the great work you do at Network Sound and Video. And I can personally share with our listeners, I know one of the great things that we have in our life are, are our memories uh, our pictures, uh, in many cases, video, whether it's uh, wedding videos or uh, just pictures from from growing up in our in our neighborhood or uh, sports related videos. I know a lot of the sports guys have those uh, what eight millimeter tapes back from when they they played football back in the day, or even some VH uh, tapes. And uh, sadly, over the years, 
uh, those things, well, two things have happened. One, just the time takes its toll, and uh, sometimes we uh, think that they're, they're not even functional anymore. And then, but also, uh, as technology, new technology comes along, uh, they're outdated, and there's not even any way we can even access them or play them. But I'm very pleased to let you know that there's a place that, that can do that. And I know a lot of you are wondering, is there a place out there that can can help me update these things? And um, and and if even um, you wonder where it might be, well, I can tell you. I'm pleased to tell you. There, yes, there is a place like that. It's Network Sound and Video, and the owner's right here with us, and we'll tell you how you can get in touch with them. But one way you can get in touch with them is NetworkSoundAndVideo.com, and they're also conveniently located at 2520 North Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. But I know they've done great work for me. It's been been a great gift, the work that uh, Vito and the people at Network Sound and Video did with me. And um, it's a pleasure to have have you here, Vito, to to share with our listeners about about what you do at Network Sound and Video. Thanks again, Raj. We appreciate it. It was quite a uh, fun and challenging project, restoring some of your old videos. (laughs) especially as you had mentioned that some of them start to deteriorate. And we had found that some of your videotape itself had uh, a little bit of a growth on it, like a fungus on there. And we had to clean that off before we could even run it because the tape was sticking. But we got marvelous results out of it. And you looked exactly the same 20 years ago as you do now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not quite, but thank you for those those kind uh, kind words. Maybe the hair color a little bit, you know. (laughs) No, it was great. It was real good reviving some of those old tapes and getting them back to you. Don't want a DVD, so now that you can watch them. And from the DVD, then you can put those onto any in any digital format like MPEG, MP4, things like that. If you want to share, uh, put it on social media, Facebook, whatever, you can do that now because it's now digitized and you can put those old VCR tapes away. That's great because I was looking at that, that VHS tape for literally 20 to 25 years and just wondering, gee, I've got this here. I'd like I, I'd like to get it converted. I don't even I don't know the first step about where to take it, if it's even convertible, mm-hmm. anything like that. And I know a lot of our listeners are thinking the same way. Well, yes, there is a place. It's Network Sound and Video. Find out more at networksoundandvideo.com, or you can go by and see them. They're very conveniently located at twenty five twenty North Ronald Reagan Boulevard. Now, Vito, and and one thing I want to point out too is they've been around. Uh, they're solid. They've been around since nineteen eighty. So that speaks volumes uh, in, in implicitly about the success and the kind of work that you do. That's correct. Uh, yes, it's 1980. So we've gathered quite a bit of both experience and also the equipment that you need to restore this. We've um, we've got film projectors, for instance, in our studios. Then we've revived uh, film 16 millimeters since the 1920s, um, 30 and 8 millimeter since the 1930s when that came about. And then, of course, all the the beta machines and the VCR tapes, and then it progressed into camcorder cartridges like uh, Hi8, VHSC, and and Mini DV. All the different camcorders that were created can be revived uh, the, in our studios and, and put them on the newer formats. It's a very impressive organization and operation, and and I think where it stems from, Vito. One of the things that that I strive to do in life, I encourage others to do is to follow your follow my passion. I encourage others to follow your passion. And you're following your It's obvious that you're passionate ab- about the work that you do. Yes, absolutely. We've become uh, historians mostly because, you know, we've seen films from World War II that we've revived. Uh, some of the film's footages has still been in, intact and actually in pretty good shape. Uh, we've done Vietnam War uh, revivals, and that's not just video, but that's audio. People used to bring in a little three-inch, they bring in the little three-inch uh, reel-to-reels, and those were called love letters. And back in the time of war times, that's all they had to translate information back and forth. So they would take those little tapes, and the guys in their 
uh, in their huts and, and foxholes that would have these little tape recorders. They'd record that, and then they would mail them back to mom and dad in the States. And then mom and dad would take that same tape or others that they had similar and mail those back to their loved ones that, that are out there fighting for us. And those are amazing stories telling everything about things that are happening in the war fronts and, and hearing about, you know, uh, uh, their brothers and sisters back home just graduating high school and things like that. When you go back home, we're going to have Christmas here. And this is just amazing stuff. And you just become you become involved with the family. So we're not just historians, but we're just so involved with the people's lives because they haven't heard these things in 40, 50, sometimes 60 years and more. And bringing them back, it's like bringing these people back to life in many, many cases. Absolutely. There's no joy like discovering some of these past uh, mementos, past pictures of, a, of an era in our lives, which we exactly. don't think about much anymore, or maybe in chances forgotten. And you know, our, our old high school friends, our, our family, and friends in our neighborhood, and, and friends, if, I know that a lot of you have those pictures even. Um, anything to do with video, VHS, Eight millimeter tape, sixteen millimeter. If you have it, there's now a place. There's a place I want to let you know about where you can take it. You can get it updated so that you can use it on any kind of media that you've got, any kind of computer. That's Network Sound and Video. You can find out more at NetworkSoundandVideo.com. And their owner, Vito Ferra, is here with us today. And yeah, that's really a, a amazing. It's almost like a, a, a museum that you have there of of, of American history of of, of, Ameri- of Americana. Yes, it is. It's a uh... It is a small little uh, history. People come into the, the studios and they like looking at the machines. I've got some oldie machines out there and they can take a look and they say, oh, I remember when I had one of those or my dad had that, you know, old film projectors and old reel-to-reels and things like that. And uh, some of the uh, folks that don't realize, they'll come into us and they'll go like, well, we, like you said, I, don't know, I didn't know where to take this thing. They don't even have the old machines that originally recorded it because when, say, a VCR tape broke or a VCR machine broke, they would have to go to the next level. They would go to a VHSC or the high eight that came out years ago. So, or, you know, and it was a step by step. But every time something went out of phase, so did the materials that they recorded. So they didn't know where to get these this equipment. And I just heard today, as a matter of fact, uh, that VCR tape machines the next month in August, there is a foreign company. I believe they were possibly in Japan will be making the last VCR tape machine. I just heard that on uh, news today. And so, in a way, people that even had, they can't even get their own parts, they said. So and these, this is a way, that's why we store and stock these machines. We have them in there refurbished, and they run around the clock. They run, you know, uh, wonderfully so that we can get the best transfers from that old media and put it onto the new media. Same thing with the reel-to-reels, uh, record, vinyls, everything, anything you have. That's outstanding, and I know another thing you do is just basic pictures, right? And I'd like to have you talk about that because I know also I'm in the same boat myself, have collections of pictures over the years. Uh, some of them may be in albums, many of them are not, and and they're susceptible. If there's a fire, yeah, you're gone. If if you have a leak, or it, it's easy to ruin those. It's easy for it to lose them, uh, moving and all that kind of thing. But you can you can digitize those too, and I want I definitely like to have you talk about about that service because I think probably. Almost everybody listening to our show um, can relate to that on some level. No, absolutely. Yeah, uh, any kind of uh, photograph, the the old uh, four by sixes when they were out, the three by fives, and then there was a, a, what was called a photo one ten. They were small pictures. Those are all revivable and restorable, and we recolor the pictures. Thirty five millimeter slides, all of those can be revived. Uh, any film strips, those can be converted, and 
the nice thing about it is not just getting these into JPEGs that then they can share on email, put on social media, but grandma across the country and aunts and uncles, kids all around the world can now share because they can click on a JPEG, for instance, after it's been uh, restored and then shipped out or sent on over the social media. And the other one thing too, Raj, we do, we can take all these pieces and put them into a photo slideshow and do a whole presentation combining everything from film and then take their VCR tape and then take their camcorder cassettes and then take the pictures yet put them all together on one photo slideshow. And that makes it really, really memorable for them. That's awesome. It's literally miraculous work that you do. Uh, you've got to be one of the leaders in the, in the whole country, if not the world at what you do. And you're located right here, right here in central Florida, right, right over on Ronald Reagan Boulevard, 2520 in Longwood, Mr. Vito Farah of network sound and video. You can find out more at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com, or you can just drop by and see him at 2520 North Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood. Well, Vito, we're almost at uh, the end of our segment. This time, I look forward to having you back again soon and on a regular basis. Uh, anything else you'd like to share today before you go? Well, I couldn't do any of this, uh, Roger, without the help of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He owns the business. We just run it for him. We don't know sometimes from day to day what might walk in there into our offices, and we'll have people come in with boxes of these things of all the formats. And it's just like, wow, was that a prayer? Yeah, that was an answer to prayer. And there they are every day. So we run it for Jesus. <laughs> and that's and that's the only way. That's that's my strength in every single day. And, um, and in doing that, we also uh, revive many of the church seminar tapes and things like that. So people hear the, 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 your, uh, your uh, radio and say, hey, we're bringing our seminar tapes in to revive those also. So. That's a great point. I'm glad you, you mentioned that, Vito. And I'll just end our show with something I said earlier in the show, but I don't think we can hear it enough. It's a quote from Ronald Reagan, who ironically is here on Ronald Reagan Boulevard. Right. was uh, he says, um, President Reagan said, the day that America ceases to be one nation under God is the day that we become one day, will be one nation gone under. And we may or may not be precariously close to that point right now, but renewal of our faith is, is the step number one to improving all these devastating problems we're dealing with right now. But thank you for being here. Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Friends, I encourage you to check them out at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. That's it for our show today. Thanks to Alan, our producer. Thank you for joining us. Have a great week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.